everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Social Entrepreneurship in Africa podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Stamale, the co-founder and CEO of Capital Solutions Limited. Today's guest is a woman social entrepreneur whose aim is to eliminate tedious processes and long queues in hospitals in both rural and urban communities. We are privileged to host Dr. Florence Banova, who is a medical doctor and the director of Burns Medcare Limited. And she will tell you more about this business. However, it's a health support service that brings holistic health services to the community and to every door through bedside nursing services, group health management, patient transportation, house calls, virtual doctor consultations, among other services. Dr. Flores is one of the participants of the 360-degree WEN program, which is a program implemented by Capital Solutions in partnership with Mukazi Premier, with the support from Aspen Entrepreneurs Network and USAID. Welcome, Dr. Flores. Thank you so much. The Social Entrepreneurship in Africa podcast is an inspirational podcast which brings together inspirational social entrepreneurs here in Africa and we are glad to be listening to her story. This moment I will ask Dr. Florence to tell us about her background, education, career and interests. Thank you, Dr. Joyce, for this opportunity. As you've mentioned, I'm a medical doctor. I'm also a medical legal consultant and a project management consultant. Um, I'm also a writer under the pseudonym Dr. Burns. And most recently, I'm an entrepreneur. I am dedicated to ensuring that everybody that I encounter is empowered with the tools to manage their health and access quality and affordable health care wherever they are. Thank you so much. Uh, How was your growing up like? How did you end up in medical and then how have you ended up being an entrepreneur? Um, I grew up around a lot of medical people so it was never a myth to me. A lot of people in my community were always afraid of doctors and nurses Um, but our neighbors were, there was a doctor in our neighborhood, there was a dentist in our neighborhood, there was a nurse in our neighborhood so that was one of my first childhood memories of being intrigued by what they did. I got sick a lot, you know, the regular flu, cough, uh, fevers, um, and every time I went to them, whatever my problem was in that moment was fixed. So I felt in my mind that that was magic and magical. So they, they were the first um, influence I had to go into medicine and fixing people's ailments and making them feel better. So how then have you ended up in entrepreneurship? Well, Well, um, everywhere I've worked, even after graduation, everywhere I've worked, I've ended up in a leadership role. Even in the hospitals where I worked, I ended up knowing what happens in the back end, who makes the decisions, how decisions are made um, in the boardrooms and managerial positions. And uh, soon after I'd finished my internship, I was encouraged to, still out of curiosity, I was encouraged to do medical law, which introduced me to the world of policy, development, um, the social and economic determinants of health. And that opened my eyes to go outside the box of clinical medicine and clinical health. So I then moved to work in an NGO that was providing health services or finding ways of, unique ways of managing health services.
services within the prison system for prisoners but also prison staff. So that encouraged me to look further outside the box of what health is more than just the patient who comes to you, which is what mostly as doctors we do, you wait for the patient to come to you. But um, through medical law studies, through working with the NGOs, I realized that there are so many other factors with, around that patient that's seated in front of you that determines them coming in the, in the first place. So preventive medicine, um, looking at the socioeconomic status of a person and how that their health, how they think about their health, how it affects their health-seeking behavior. That's what pushed me into you know, entrepreneurship to find solutions that help someone way before they end up having to come to the hospital. That sounds good. So then, based on that fact that you were inspired to join entrepreneurship, tell us more about the Burns Medicare Limited. How so, did it emerge? I think because of how I interacted with patients and interacted with people in the communities where I worked, I've always had follow-up phone calls from the people I interact with. Doctor, I have this problem. How can I fix this? Doctor, I have this problem. So I was, to some extent, an on-call on-call doctor for most of the people that I interacted with throughout my career and even after I reduced on my clinical work practice. So that was part of what birthed the idea that I can still create an impact and help people without them needing to go all the way to the hospital over something which I could either diagnose or go find them and diagnose where they are. And um, of course in our family there are several other business-minded people so at some point we decided why don't we make a business out of this, um, make it official, make it uh, be a reliable source of health information and health services to people without the added task of them having to go to hospital or right. sitting in a very long queue or looking for money for consultation and jumping between hospitals to find the right services for them. So now having had that, how is your business model? How are you organized? How do you deliver your services? So our, like our tagline, we come to you. So as much as possible, we want to avoid the part where you have to think about how to get through traffic to get to a hospital, sit through a waiting line, try to figure out which hospital to go to. So if you make a phone call to us, we will find a way to get to you. Either through that phone call fix your problem or if we can't fix the problem we find you wherever it is that you are it could be at school it could be at office it could be in your home and until that is no longer going to fix your problem then we will find a way of transporting you to a hospital this is interesting so if i may get you uh, your service is on call and so do you have a physical place do your patients get to your physical place or you refer them to other network of clinics and hospitals and pharmacies? For now, we don't have a physical place to treat ailments. Our mm -hmm. physical place is an office, mm -hmm. an official place. So in the future, we hope that we can build to a physical place, a hospital. But for now, we what we cannot manage where you are, we, will, we have a network of hospitals that we've uh, created relationships with. We have a network of physicians and specialists and uh, other clinicians in different specialties 
where we will send you to and they know to expect our calls and to take care of you when right. you need to. Beautiful. I think I already love your business model because social entrepreneurship calls for collaborations. You can't do it all. It calls for innovations. And I definitely find uh, Barnes Medicare Limited very innovative and collaborative. So please keep up the good work. And so um, as a woman entrepreneur, I'm sure you have faced some challenges. Of course. What has been your biggest challenge and how have you overcome it? It's mainly been deciding what to um, invest in concerning our resources because at the end of the day, health has a cost. So deciding between building a hospital first or buying wheelchairs that uh, patients can hire or deciding between buying an ambulance or vehicles that can move fast through traffic and hiring full-time nurses and you know, specialties. Those decisions are very difficult decisions we usually have with the, the rest of the, the team. And I think I just hate having to decide between the, the two, two very important things. So that has been a challenge. Eventually, of course, we make the, make the decisions through back and forth discussions. Uh, but the fact that you have to choose between one important thing and another important thing, especially with medicine, because equipment is expensive. Um, we, as, as the professionals in medicine, it's a professional team, so they have their costs. You know, it all costs money. And when you want to provide something at an affordable price to the end user, and yet on the other end, you also have to invest quite some, even as a startup, it's a, it's a challenge. Right. So how have you overcome that? such a pain? Um, one, collaborations. Okay. So we collaborate with labs, we collaborate with hospitals, we collaborate with ambulance service providers, collaborate with suppliers of medical equipment. So for now, they are our partners to help us either get something uh, on credit or get something um, or just being available so that we don't have to bear that cost and in the meantime we can have part-time nurses or doctors on board mm-hmm. then we are not stuck with very high costs for now right yes, we... fantastic so prioritization is one of the ways you can you know go over your challenge yes fantastic because you can never have enough resources and so you have to put on a mindset of prioritizing um Again, um, have you gotten any financial support? Have you been the only one who has supported your businesses? How have you gone over the issue of investing within your business to grow it? Um, we have not had any investors, outside investors mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. The company right now has three shareholders okay. and it's all been uh, resources from just the three of us. Okay, right. Thank you very much. So as we continue to this accelerator program, I'm sure investment will be one of those areas you're interested in. How do we scale? What would be the different options on investments that you may have to think about? Right. So um, we'd like you to let us know, Dr. Florence, where do you see Barnes Medicare Limited in the next three years, three to five years? Three to five years. We see ourselves um, building our resources Mm -hmm. and having some level of independence with how much we can provide. So increasing how much home medical equipment that we have, that we can hire out to clients. By the end of the three years, we hope that we will have started building our own location or producing our own location where clients can come and get treatment from us. And also we want to expand the area that 
our area of reach right now. With our limitations, we are limited within Kampala Metropolitan, but we want to expand to more, more districts and more areas. Sounds good. Very good plan, and I think uh, you can be able to move forward to achieve this with a good program. Uh, how do you define success? Hmm. Uh, I'll put it in three ways. Mm-hmm. For me, as, as a, a social entrepreneur and also as Dr. Burns, the writer, um, success would be a reliable go-to source of uh, quality health information because there's there's so much information out there. We experienced that in COVID, people were taking all manner of concoctions and um, there was no particular direction anyone could go to that was reliable source of information. So being the, a reliable go-to resource for people in Kampala, people in Uganda for quality health information. As a business, success looks like having the right resources or the right number of resources to reach as many people in Uganda as possible so that we prevent illnesses from happening, those that are preventable, so that we prevent further injury for those that are unwell or quality recovery processes and, you know, for people who are really, really unwell or have terminal illnesses to recover in dignity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what success looks like for us, to be able to provide that kind of service and to be a reliable source of that kind of service. Sounds really, really inspiring. So I wish we can have many more doctors coming up with such innovative uh, solutions. Uh, now, what is the most important lesson you've learned over your business work life? I would say running a business is scary. Starting a business is scary. And for most entrepreneurs, we are held back by that fear. Um, so I've thought of this for years, very, very many years. But fear of, might I fail? What if it's not the right time? What if it's I don't have enough resources? So the biggest lesson I've learned is to do it scared not wait until the fear goes away because the fear never goes <laughs> just go in with the fear as long as it's a, something that's seated on your soul yeah. and it's a purpose that you believe in just go in scared and deal with everything as you go along absolutely yes. I entirely agree with you because many people procrastinate on beautiful ideas yes. until yes. they go to the grave so yes. start now yes. All right, so as we wrap up, I would have some just two more areas of discussion. What advice would you give someone uh, who is trying to become an entrepreneur in Uganda? My lesson, go on. As long as it's, it's scaring you, it's most likely a good thing to be afraid. So don't let the fear paralyze you. And to expect the challenges. Because a lot of times, a number of people that may have started businesses and failed, they walked away after the first or second challenge. So expecting those challenges and preparing for them Mm -hmm. at the start will keep you from giving up too soon when you've started. Right. Yes. So expecting that it's going to be challenging, that it's going to be lonely, that sometimes you'll have sleepless nights trying to figure out how to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Expecting that it's going to happen so that when it happens, it's there's a lesser burden on you to quit mm-hmm. at that time. Yes. Okay, sounds good. This has been a very, very exciting conversation with Dr. Florence Banura, who is the director of Burns Medicare Limited. So, Dr. Florence, where would people find you uh, if they want to look for you, either online or physical? Online, Burns Medicare is on all social media sites, Twitter, 
Instagram, we have our WhatsApp number, also on LinkedIn. Dr. Burns is also on all those uh, sites mm-hmm. where we have healthy conversations, regular conversations, uh, breaking down technical health language into very relatable information. Okay. What's Please, your Twitter handle? At Dr. Burns and at Burns Medcare. Right. This has been the Social Entrepreneurship in Africa podcast. I am Dr. Joyce Tamali and thanks to our Social Entrepreneur for featuring in our today's podcast and sharing with us her story. Let us know if you have any feedback on today's episode. Tweet us at Capital Solutions and also please tweet at Dr. Burns so that you can be able to follow her and also you can go to at Burns Medicare with a Z not S so that you can be able to follow her up and also get to know more about about her business. Send us an email on capitalsolutionsug at gmail. We would love to hear from you. Join us again next time to more stimulating conversations featuring some of the leading social entrepreneurs working in Africa with passion to make positive impact. Thank you so much for listening.